Hey folks, Sean here, and today what I want to talk to you about is measuring product market fit and why most people overthink it. Now, product market fit gets talked about a lot. What doesn't get talked about a lot is how to measure it, and I think it's easier than most people think that it is. Got some examples I want to share with you, and I also want to walk you through how I've done it before for my own product companies. Share some of those examples as well. So, I've talked about this quite a bit, but when I'm talking about product market fit, I want to make sure everyone understands that it's a phase and not a milestone. I think a lot of people think of product market fit as something to accomplish and then once you have you're good and then you don't really need to focus on that a whole lot more throughout the duration of your product company that is 100 incorrect because my own products and a lot of product companies that i've helped to kind of turn around have found product market fit and ultimately found themselves out of it likely because they weren't doing what they did to find it but even for those that do occasionally get lucky and that does happen then they lose it and they don't really know why So that's the first most important principle that I want to reinforce. Your product and your market are dynamic concepts. Those are ever-changing. And in order to to achieve product market fit, you need to get those two closely aligned enough to be within that phase. And then once you achieve it, you need to maintain it. So let's talk about how to measure it as well also from two particular different dimensions. Okay, so how I measure product market fit is in two primary different dimensions, and that is qualitative and quantitative. So from a qualitative perspective, what I'm looking for is strong, positive, emotional reactions when you're interacting with your customer about their experience with your product. If they're using language like, we love the product, if they're speaking profusely complimentary about the value that it adds for them, that is an indicator of strong product market fit from a qualitative perspective. Now the other dimension is quantitative. And that's all about the numbers. And the way that I measure the quantitative product market fit is all around ROI or return on investment. So if for every dollar your customer is investing in your product, how many dollars are they receiving back? And this might be an equation you need to calculate and build for your product through your customer's experience. And even if you are able to quantify it, you still need to get the validation criteria from them. As in, you might be able to quantify that For every dollar they're investing, they're getting $3 back based on your math, but you need to check your math against your customer. Not until they sign off on it is it official. So that's how I measure product market fit from both of these two dimensions. Strong, positive, emotional language when they're talking about their experience and using your product, and that's the qualitative category. And then from a quantitative perspective, it's all about return on investment. For every dollar that your customer is investing in your product, how many dollars are they receiving back? And to me, in order to achieve strong product market fit, they should be receiving at least $2 back for every dollar that they invest in your product. Allow me to share an example with you of how I use this strategy to measure product market fit with one of my own product companies, which is called StaffGeek. So that's an HR tech product. It's a SaaS platform, and our customers use it to incorporate cultural elements to hiring as they're going through that process to get more value out of it. So not essentially just screening candidates from a technical perspective. They're also looking at how much, how well they might fit into their organization from a cultural perspective. So we've had some conversations with our customers very recently as we're figuring out how we may want to position our product more specifically in a couple of target markets or one in particular. And results from one stood out as a clear head and shoulders above the other ones that we measured as well. So using this strategy, how we measured it, right, from a qualitative perspective, as we did those interviews, one of those target markets 
they used very strong language and they were referring to the product, that they were using it very actively, they were getting a lot of value out of it, that it's saving them a lot of time, and that it's giving them a much greater indication for who is going to work out long-term at that organization. So it's giving them leading indicators in terms of, in the hiring process, who's more likely to work out long-term, which ultimately then translates to the quantitative perspective in terms of saving them time and money, which means that they can invest, they don't need to invest as significantly in something like training and onboarding, which gets very expensive for new employees for a lot of companies. They spend less time bringing the candidates that have been through our system and scored well than they do for those that have not. Also, the candidates that score well using our Staff Geek SaaS product, they stay longer than the ones that scored worse, meaning that the company can spend less when it comes to turnover and they can increase their retention as well too. And we were able to translate that back to quantitative dollar savings, which ended up being a significant multiple over what they're investing in the product today. So that's how we used this system in order to measure product market fit for our Staff Geek product. Now that we know that, we're actually gonna take further advantage of that by further specializing into that niche for that product because we found who absolutely loves it and who's getting a significant multiple return on that product from the perspective of measuring it from a quantitative return on investment perspective.